Uh, welcome to a special edition of Meet the Consultants. Today, we'll be speaking with our SVP of Operations, Minnie Parikh. Uh, Minnie, how are you doing today? Doing great. Looking forward to the holidays. How are yeah, you? Yeah, me too. Just trying to wrap everything up. Uh, it's interesting that I'm the one interviewing you today because two and a half or almost three years ago, you were the one interviewing me. So how the tables have turned. Ah, yes. How ironic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little nervous, to be honest. I know, so am I. Um, so we typically conduct these as casual as possible, just kind of get to know really the muscle behind EPMI, how we deliver successful EPM projects. So many, just to start, you know, the EPM world is a, a small niche community, you know, coming from, you know, your background, how did you, you know, A, get involved in technology? And then from there, how did you get involved in the consulting side for cloud EPM? Sure. So um, when I graduated at, from Emory University in Atlanta um, in 2008, I actually was fortunate enough to get a job, you know, at a big four where I could get a lot of exposure to different technologies and different types of projects. So at that time, I was involved in Oracle ERP implementations, everything from AR, AP, cash management. So what I didn't realize at the time was that I was getting a really great cash crash course in all of the business fundamentals that the accounting and finance folks we deal with um, have to go through every day. So that being said, I transitioned to a Hyperion project at an energy company where they were implementing Hyperion on-premise. And so um, that gave me insight into this niche area that was very interesting to me. And so I wanted to get on more Hyperion projects at the time. Now, um, at, you know, the big four wasn't necessarily the practice I was in, rolling up their sleeves and doing a lot of implementation. So for me, I, in order to grow, I would have to go into project management and sales. So um, I actually met Nihar Parikh, whom you guys know very well, um, at a bar where uh, his pickup line had something to do with SmartView and got me interested in learning about, well, you know, maybe this is an area I should pursue. This is somebody that seems like he knows what he's doing. So from there, I decided to, you know, put all of my eggs in one basket and go full force EPM. Um, and then I even dabbled at one point into other competitive solutions like SAP business planning, just to get an idea of what other tools are out there. But I quickly realized that Oracle is a leader in this space. And with the cloud strategy, this is where uh, my growth needs to be. And so, you know, I guess 13 years later, here we are. This is still alive and kicking. Uh, so you said you were doing Hyperion implementation specifically at, uh, was it EY? Could you share a little yeah. bit more about that? Like, were you on the, like the management consulting side or actually designing the application? So the consulting practice was a hybrid. Um, so where it was advisory, but it was finance advisory. And so um, the reason I initially left and wanted to go to a more boutique firm like EPMI is because a lot of the advisory offerings or recommendations would sometimes stop at the point of implementation. So there were a lot of assessments and roadmaps that were completed, but then I really wanted to delve into configuring the application. So then I went to another boutique company where I was able to do that. And then um, I deepened my expertise there. But when I started off, it was all about process in Oracle ERP and Hyperion. Um, and so I didn't get necessarily the depth I wanted to, which is why I decided to go to a more boutique firm. What would you say uh, some of the main differences, benefits, or maybe even downfalls have been from moving from you know huge uh, shiny brand name and a big four consulting firm to now EPMI and you know what lessons have you taken from there and how have you used that to you know build the firm as we know it today 
Sure. So, um, you know, one of the biggest lessons was that when I joined Nihar, um, in order to build credibility, you really need to show up with the tools and accelerators and processes that help clients feel like you can really walk them across the bridge, right? And so my experience in actually doing a lot of the management consulting side and process improvement side gave me the ammunition I needed to help them feel that they were armed to say, okay, if we partner with EPMI, we get that professionalism, we get that credibility, plus the technical acumen. So it's the best of both worlds. The other thing is that it's easier to get things done at a boutique. So if we need to change our methodology or a process or pivot on a project, you don't need to go through layers and layers of management approval. You can make that call and be nimble in order to, you know, make sure the project stays on track and is successful. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Alex and I have identified like it from a you know, brand approach, you know, some of our key pillars are access to key leadership to pivot right when a decision needs to be made and then technical expertise, given that we invest all of our time and energy into, you know, three words, EPM. Uh, so that's kind of where we are. Um, well, outside of work, you know, could you share a little bit, you know, more about what you like to do, you know, when you're not building Hyperion EPM applications? Sure. So um, we have a year and a half year old. So her name is Nova. I love spending time with her, going outdoors, playing at the park. Um, I also enjoy Bollywood dance. I used to teach. So with the pandemic, I haven't been teaching, but I'll try to attend a class here and there. Um, so just like to stay active and, you know, enjoy the good winter weather we have in Houston. <laughs> Yeah, the summertime in Houston is really from, what, November to March. Uh, <laughs> best time to go. Uh, what have been some of your favorite client engagements you've worked on in EPMI? Like, you know, how do you measure client success, you know, and how does that align with, you know, some of your principles in terms of delivering applications? Sure. So um, some of my favorite implementations have definitely been where the client is fun to work with. So the people are at the core of our business. So where the people are collaborative and they put into the project as much as we do. So it's a true partnership. And so that's what I really feel defines success, because even though there are roadblocks along the way, you know, nothing is always 100% perfect, that builds that rapport and confidence that we can get through anything together. So it really is like a relationship. And those are the clients that we still have long-term relationships with. Um, and then, as you guys know, I like to focus in, you know, all areas, but specifically financial close and consolidations and account recs. Pro projects where, you know, um, I can really work with the customer to help them understand the cloud technology and those tools, especially with account recs, are some of the more, you know, successful projects because I personally enjoy the concept just because I'm, a, you know, more of a, an accountant at heart, I think. So um, I would say, you know, functionally, that's my favorite subject matter. Yeah, and I think you've uh, earned the, the title, at least within our small EPM community, is the Queen <laughs> of Account Recs. So I know you're <laughs> on to that one. Uh, do you have any advice for prospective clients out there who are evaluating, you know, EPM solutions and potential EPM partners? Sure. I think um, do a lot of homework internally. So, you know, figure out what your priorities are, what your bandwidth is, and who the resources are internally that you can dedicate to the project. Try to do as much homework up front as possible. Um, any good vendor is going to partner with you even before the clock starts ticking on the project to make sure you're successful. So leverage them um, to figure out what your prerequisites are, what your checklist needs to be, um, because that will really set the tone um, for the project. And leadership drives attitude. So make sure you have the right stakeholders involved so that when there are roadblocks, you have the right access for the client themselves, you know, to get through those. 
Yep. Uh, I think that's a great stopping point. And you're right. Leadership does drive results, Minnie. And, you know, we have a lot to thank you for. So thanks for joining us today. Uh, thanks, Fletcher. Appreciate it.